Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're now listening to The Check-In with Black Menswear, and I'm your host, Neandre Broussard, CEO and founder of Black Menswear. It's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult, but directly impact the wider African-American community. On The Check-In, we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches, defeat to victory, and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear. Although Black Men's Wear was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't gotta be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Men's Wear. Welcome, guys, to another episode of The Check-In. We are here in Los Angeles at the beautiful W Los Angeles, West Beverly Hills. And you guys are in for a treat. You're in for a treat. Uh, you've seen his work. You just might not know specifically that you've seen it. But if you've seen a lot of movies and you've seen guys in shape, Corey probably had a hand on that. Um, but special guest with us today here, Corey Calliette from New, from New Orleans to Los Angeles. <laughs> Uh, but Corey, man, I appreciate you joining us today. Man, I appreciate you having me, man. Callier, you know, you, yeah, you, 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 from, you from the boot. You know I'm, I mean? I'm all the way from the boot. <laughs> all the way, all the way all from the, way. the boot. The real New Orleans, not this new, uh, this new, uh, fun and, and intriguing New Orleans. The, the I, place I, that is. Yeah, I go home and be like, what is going on? Like, but it's, it's home. It's no, home. good to hear, yeah. man, good to hear. Well, thank you for, for joining us today. Now, I know who you are, mm-hmm. uh, but some people out there, they might not know the specialty behind, you know, who you are and what do you do. So those that are unfamiliar, man, who's... Who is Corey at the root of everything? How did, how is it that so many people in Hollywood are calling Corey nowadays? Um, who, who who are you, bro? Um, so if you were home, you're a summer trainer. If you know me now, you're a summer transformation specialist. Which that name came from Creed One when I trained Michael B. Jordan for Creed One, Creed Two, like anything that he had muscles in from <laughs> yeah. 2000 yeah. since uh, uh, Fantastic Four until now. Yeah, I did. Um, but um, you know it's funny if, if you don't know who I am by now you live under a rock mm-hmm. and I may I want I say that with confidence and I say that as honest as possible because I feel like I did something so um, different in the industry that ha- hadn't been done till I did it since like Rocky would call Weathers right, 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 and right. Sylvester Stallone right. you didn't see guys look like that right. and coming from where I was at in Louisiana there wasn't no celebrities and it's a quick story I'll tell you because when they speak on um you know, that's power in the tongue. That's true. Yeah. When you speak something, it shall come to pass. Um, I remember being asked by a friend of mine a couple of years ago, what you want to do with training? Because I had, you know, blew up, doing good as a trainer locally. And I said I wanted to be a celebrity trainer. Now, they had no train, no celebrity trainers, No, I'm sorry, no trainers or no celebrities in Baton Rouge at the time. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, football players and stuff mm-hmm. like that. In the South, you know, football players are at the celebrities. Right. And lo and behold, a couple of months after that, a guy reached out to me to train the cast of Fantastic Four. And that was my first time going on a movie set, a Marvel movie set, yeah. which was crazy because it's like, I'm actually here. Yeah. And um, I was on set for like a month, didn't train anyone, because at the time I was bodybuilding, so I was much bigger than this. Okay. And 
a crazy thing is some actors believe that if the guy trains you that looks like that, you're going to look like that too. That's almost impossible and it's, right. it's dumb. Right. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> and uh, one day I got a call to train Jamie Bell for a certain scene and got to, got to set and uh, he wasn't trying to train no more. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. Because I need this to become a job for a long time and not just an opportunity. It's yeah, a difference yeah. between opportunity right. but it's what you do with the opportunity. So when I got there, Mike was leaving out the trailer. They was like, well, you, you know, we got Michael B. Jordan, which I, didn't, I knew who he was, but I didn't know him, know him. Right. And um, we met the first day. We worked out. We, you know, connected. And, you know, I did what I did for him for Fantastic Four. And then a couple months later, um, they called me to come to L.A. to get ready for Creed 1. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started. And when I say life changed, life changed. Because there's a small part before that, not small, kind of big. I was a mailman before I was a trainer. So you think of, like... Being a mailman, for sure. Quitting your job to become a trainer, never really trained before that. Was an athlete, but didn't mm-hmm. do a lot of training. Became a celebrity trainer within four years, and then moved to Hollywood. And I'm training for movies. But it, the thing about it I, is that I developed a skill set of transforming yeah. self. Right, right. That was transformative in my life to become who I was. I'm a, I'm a, I want to go back to that that part in you where you. You began your personal transformation, mm-hmm. right? So, what 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 was going on in your mind when you were, as a mailman, thinking that man, I got to do something greater than this, something bigger than this? Maybe I'm not giving all my talents, or I'm not get, using God's given ability to me for my for my greatness. And so, you went on this road of transformation. What did, what did that look like? Because um, now we speak on the longevity of what you've been able to do in the process and the cycle and the steps that you've done. Obviously, it wasn't overnight. Right, right. Right? So what for you triggered that transformation in yourself to get, to, to get you to move out of that situation and now get you to where you are today? It was just that. There was more for me. Um, I remember one day being on my mail route. Now, before that, I was already working out a lot. I was an amateur bodybuilder at the time and working in the postal service, boxing, doing everything just to figure out what it is to be in shape. Yeah. Um, but I knew my calling had to be bigger than just being a mailman. First of all, my coworkers was like 45, 50, and yeah, stuff. Right. I'm like 26. I'm yeah. like, this ain't right. Yeah. Know, I'm going to a bar with them. Yeah. No. So um, I, said, I, said, I said to myself one day, I said, I'm going to make money by training people and looking good. That's what I said, exactly that. And I remember, you know, quitting. And because I just, I, I didn't have a life. And when I quit my job, mm-hmm. when, with, with, in the South where people usually have a job where, you know, they got benefits, you're getting paid, they're right. going to live in that box. Right. And they fine. Right. I couldn't live in a box. I couldn't mm-hmm. fit in it. I couldn't do it. So I quit my job and I became a trainer. And I quit in a job that pays me a certain amount of money right. to go do a job that I have to now talk to people and persuade them into letting them know that I'm going to put you through a certain amount of pain to change your life that you're going to have to pay me for. Now, in the midst <laughs> of that, that which is... Which yeah, is, I feel right, like that's, right. that could be propaganda sometimes. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of trainers that really can't do that. Yeah. Um, but the thing about it with me was when I transformed my personal body, I just took that same mindset and worth ethic to transform my life. Mm. The transformative thing not only happened in the gym, but it happened in life. Mm. Because then I found self. Um, when, what I teach a lot of people is, you know, you have one life and one body. What are you really going to do with it? Most people live in complacency and live... Uh, being just complacent and just being stagnant. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Um, I feel like I had to always achieve for the best, always work to be better. And that's what happened with me as far as when it comes to training, training my body. I was training my mind. 
I was training every aspect and detail of my life to become better and it transformed into fitness because fitness, I didn't know I was going to be, you couldn't tell me I was going to yeah. be in fitness all my right. life. Right, right. You know, and fitness was, it was so funny because it actually started from. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Me just chasing a girl. Okay. Which most of the time, well, people, a lot of, people, a lot of guys, it they, triggers they, us that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. on that whole, uh, I'm going to be healthy and live long. Shut up. Shut <laughs> you up. try to look good. You want to go in the mirror and be like this. You hear me? That's what you want to do. <laughs> that all this top. Pop, yeah, come out. Yeah. Uh, so it's like um, that's where it started from, yeah. and it was just the it was the the consistency of trying to figure it out for like six years, and at that time I had did finally like six years later, I did a bodybuilding show. And what I was trying to do in six years, I did in eight weeks, and that mm. I became addicted. Mm. I became addicted to transformation. I, came, I became addicted to just change. And from that moment, I started to look at what else can I change in my life. I was still at the post office. Yeah. Two years later, I quit. Okay. I quit and became a trainer. Yeah. And I was able to. What I learned from the post office was, you got to get up every day and deliver that meal. You have to be on time, and you can't go home till it's done. Mm-hmm. So you think about that when you go to train your body and your mind. You got to get up and make yourself do it, and you don't leave till you're done. Mm-hmm. And that that was a that was a, a understanding of the pillar of my life and the, the, the foundation of discipline of you have a job to do and you can't finish it until you're done. Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to take that and just continue to drive myself and drive myself. And when you start living in your purpose and doing what you're supposed to do for yourself, the doors start to open. Yeah, they start to yeah. completely open. You know, when we when we're not yeah. walking in our purpose and we're walking on another in another lane. You notice how it's always things just not going right? Right. You know, it's like being in a relationship you're not supposed to be in. Right. This shit never works. Right. So when you start to go and live your life in purpose and walk in your lane, things start to open up and go and go. Come on. But there are also, there's, a, there's also levels to it. Because every time you get to another level, there's a new, there's a new test. We, we see it in grade school. Mm-hmm. We got elementary, middle school, high school, and college. Right. It's test throughout life. Right. And it doesn't stop after that. And all those things made sense because of I started to invest in myself, invest in my knowledge, invest in me. And my worth ethic came from continuing to do the same thing every day, which is working on myself. And I learned so much from that. Would you say that consistency is the number one um, trait, character trait that you would that you would say has allowed your 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 your, your uh, career to get to where it is today? Or was it was it something else? It was consistency in God. Amen. Faith first. Amen. Um, he woke me up, and all he had to do was get me up, and, I, and he said, now go do it. Yeah. Just wake me up. Yeah. I said, all you have to do is wake me up. I got it from you. Yeah. If I need you, I'll call you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But it was consistency every day. Um, consistency is the key to unlock anything in life that you want. It's not going to come overnight. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you notice just a, the bit of those six to eight years or, or ten years of me talking about what I was doing, it was consistency in every level of it. Right. I, right. I, I go right. back True. to a part people I don't talk about all the time, but growing up in New Orleans when I was young and I was in the street, it was consistency too because yeah. that shit don't sell itself. Right. Granted, right. I was living life on the edge. I had to become something I didn't, but I wanted to survive. Yeah. And the power of choice, I quit. And so that, you know, everything in my life was a test. Everything was a life is everything in my life was a test. There's a um there's a quote I saw that said, um, Every day that I wake up and put my feet on the floor, the devil says, shit, he's up again. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He got he got to try to fight and stop yeah. me every day. And yeah, ain't no easy fight. Yeah, and through consistency of always of the people that come in your life that's negative that's trying to hold you back or pull you back, there's so much greatness and joy when you when you're able to overcome that. Right, and that's the things I live on. I live on the positive part of you know what. If anybody can, Kanye can, and I make it happen. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, I, what I, what I really like about that is just this focus on. Uh, short-term victories don't equal long-term successes mm. and really how you how you strategically set consistency everything that i've done is consistency but then i understand the long path uh to to be able to get there so i really appreciate that that perspective on things i would like to ask so recently you said something and it kind of struck a chord with me because uh, i feel like i'm kind of 2d mm-hmm. uh, but you said it's not about being ripped anymore it's about becoming 3d mm-hmm. now I know that you what you meant by that for those that are listening from a physical posture perspective, but I know it was deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, what what what, is, what does that mean when you say um, it's not about just being ripped anymore? It's truly about being three D. What what do you mean by that? So if you look at the physical aspect of it, it's one thing to look good, but you can look great. So if you want to go deeper, is when you go to the movies and there's the same movie that's playing in a regular cinema, you see three D. Three D takes it costs much more, and it's a better vision of you. Mm. I want you to see me, but I want you to see the best version of me. That's inner and that's outer. Yeah. So 3D wasn't just about the physical because I'm going to look 3D, but I want you to be able to see 3D when you see what's inside of me. You're able to see my mindset. You're able to see my heart. You're able to see my soul. Mm. And my body is just an illusion of like, damn, that looks good. Yeah. It's the whole thing. It's the, it's the total package. Yeah. That's why the 3D version of me is the best version of me because I've done the inner work to work on myself and the outer work just shows me. I love that, man. Now, I'm sure you had some clients that uh, uh, put you on edge or took you to the limit because it's like, look, I can't deal with inconsistent people because I, I, I feel like, no excuses, bro. Like, we're here this morning. What you doing? How do you, as, as someone who has clients that are kind of in that space, and for anybody, entrepreneurs, no matter what stage are they on, how do you and yourself remain consistent in the, in the efforts that you're doing when you have to balance clients that, aren't as understanding of the process, right? But you know, in order for, for us to find success, you have to go through these steps. Oh, how, how, how do you deal with those type of clients but still keep, you'll keep rooted in who you are, keep grounded in who you are? I'm sure you've had to say no to some clients before too. Uh, how do you go through that process? What's the mindset there? I say no to a lot of people first. You yeah. start off by saying that, really. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. You, you, yeah, you've mastered the, the, the two-letter word there. Like yeah. That. I like that. Yeah. Um, but so it's about respect. Um, it's, it's getting to know them first. I got to make you respect me. And I said this before. If I can make you respect me, then you can trust me. Mm-hmm. If you can trust me, then I know I can get you to do what I need you to do. Yeah. And when I can do what I need you to do, I'm going to take you to the promised land. But I have to always bring them back to what is the goal at hand. I don't train no any and everybody who's going on TV. Like, mm-hmm. we're doing blockbusters. Mm-hmm. So I want, I, say, I want you to think about this right now. The impression you leave with people is going to stay forever. Now, what you want to be remembered as? You want to be the slouch that just did okay? Or you want to go out there and be the person that's going to change, change your life? Yeah. And we saw what it did. Yeah. I changed lives. Yeah. I'm a career builder. Yeah. And that's what happened. So it's easy. It's like, how bad do you want it? Because first of all, you already want it bad because you came to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't get in the door. Mm-hmm. It's not. So you're in here. Let's make it worth your time. And I was able to instill that. But then if you look at me, I'm a, I'm a walking billboard of what I can produce. Right. When you see me, you know, okay, I, I, want, I want to look like him. That's kind of where I'm at now when it comes to just not just me, all men. Yeah. 
they want to look like me. Yeah. I want you to look like me. Yeah. I want they, I inspire you to, to get the best version of you. And I'm not a spring chicken. I'm I'm older, you know. And I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. So when you when I have these actors that see me and it's like, oh wow, that's what I want to look like. Well, let's get it. Yeah. And it's and it's as simple as that. It's not a it's not algebra. It's not a it's not rocket science. It's a choice and a decision mm-hmm. that you have to make mm-hmm. to change your life. It's an opportunity, you know. So it it, it it's, it's that's my formula. I love it. I love it. Now, with you being in Hollywood, man, the movies that you've been on, uh, from my lens, right, the biggest, the biggest um, kudos I think you've gotten was for Creed Three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both with Michael B. Jordan, uh, um, uh, um, uh, Jonathan, and Jonathan. Uh, um, shout out to to South Dallas, uh, Jonathan Majors. But with that man being able to to get that kind of feedback for your work, bro. How does how does that how that make you feel? Like it was everywhere. Like bro, you can't these guys. Like this is this is the model movie body that you boy <laughs> kind of came out of came out of that that Creed three movie, man. How did that make you feel? Man, I'd be arrogant and conceited if I said it. But it was like eh, I'm used to it now. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. But I think what happened this time, I had two instead of one, mm. and I had two different bodies. Mm-hmm. So I had Mike, who y'all have seen, then I brought Jonathan in, who was different. Yeah. And it hit me. It didn't. You know what's crazy? So I I don't give myself enough credit. I'm very humble on it. I don't. I, I, I might talk my my shit sometimes, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm very humble on what I do. I don't really. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Going crazy. So I was on the treadmill one morning, and um, um, Mac Wallace, my homie, he, uh, he, he, he said, how it feel to be a part of history? I said, what? This is my second time part of history, but this was, like, really part of history. Yeah. He said, you have the first, you're part of the first box sports movie that hit over 100 million in the first weekend. And he said, really, that's because of something that you did. The storyline right. was amazing. Right. But I put two men on, I put two black men on screen. Yeah. That looked amazing, and we have not seen that in blockbusters. Yeah. And tears started coming to my mind. And I was like, okay, you know what, Corey? Sit in this moment. Yep. Sit, don't just sit in it for a minute. And I was like, wow. And that was my moment, was like, okay, that, that was for me. Cause I could get all the accolades from everybody else, but until you can own it for yourself, mm-hmm. that's when it hits. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I was, I was happy about it, you know, and, and it, very impressed. But then, you know, the next week it was like, okay, on to the next. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, you know, right. I could be happy for a little bit. It was like, all right, on to the next. And you know, my next, my next one now is uh, Kiki Palmer. Okay. Uh, I've never had a black woman. I've trained with black women, but I didn't have like the one I could really get. Yeah. And she just had a baby. Yep. So I get to really show like how I can turn it up because I can take you from this to that, yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, actually, some articles out now that you know I got. Her, I was getting her ready for the Met Gala, and she's looking like she's look. And we just getting started. We just yeah. got like almost six weeks, but now when she gets back from you know touring, we're gonna turn it up even more. So I get to do that. And at this point now, things are more strategic for me. It's more for you know training people because I have a platform. I have an app. Right. Um, okay. And, and I have an app. Uh, achieve fitness because I created this because I want to train every person in the world okay. and everyone is different so I want to create something that everyone can go get their own experience what right. they need from me right. that's why I created that right. and um, 
it's it's that's the biggest thing about 2023. So it's more than just a celebrity, it's everybody. Yeah. That's your, is that is that the next phase of your entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey is to have, being able to work with everyone? Th- that's what it is. Um, I have a gym opening up, but it's more about my my everybody not going to be able to make it to my gym in Los Angeles. Right. But you could be in China, you could be in Bulgaria, you could be in Japan. You can, all you got to do is download. Yeah. And you can get it. You can get me. You know. So it's um it's a wonderful um it's a wonderful thing that I have, and it's a platform that I'm I'm dedicated to and I love so much. So. That's my thing now. You know, I, I needed to get something so everybody can get a piece of me. Yeah. No, man, I respect it, brother. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, again, I, I appreciate the, the passion that you're putting into the world for what you do, mm-hmm. right? Purpose. You talked about purpose. You brought it out purpose. And I think I've really been able to see, especially a lot of the brothers that I've been able to have on this platform, they're where they are because they, they understood their purpose and they leaned into it. And so from one brother to another, just that, just that, that flower moment, bro. Keep leaning into it, Thank man. You, Keep you. leaning into it. And Thank the you. platform is steadily growing because you walking in that purpose. Mm-hmm. The words, mm-hmm. even just, in, and I know it's all strategic, even the words that you say on, you know, your content, the overlays that you pick for the activities you're doing in that, it all speaks to mm-hmm. being the best version of you, tapping in and unlocking that that level, man. So I appreciate you in that and what you're giving to everyone. Uh, don't, turn that, don't turn that light off. Oh, no, man. Don't turn that light off, brother. Okay. So, so... You mentioned Kiki as, a, as, an, as an upcoming opportunity for you, man. What else, what else is new? Kiki, the app, uh, what, what else is on the horizon for you? Acting. So um, I had my first movie, not my first, I've been acting for the last three years. I had my movie come out, Imani, uh, in theaters on BET Plus now. There's another movie called Water Boys. We just we filmed that. That should be coming out. It's Quavo, Quavo Lala. It's a full cast. Okay. Um, and now I'm getting big auditions for blockbuster movies because... Yeah. Now it's to the point that I don't have to just... Cr- I was creating guys to do what I could do. And people... You, it, it's almost like everybody at the pool, and you like, let me get in here. Who go get the water? Yeah. Because I know what <laughs> yeah. I can really yeah. do. And yeah. it's, it's actually when I, when I started to... When I committed myself to acting, um, things changed. Yeah. People started seeing it. And you don't have too many big black action guys like me. Michael Jai White, Wesley Snipes, not really around no more. Um, well, he's, Mike is still around. That's my guy. But um, there was a lane for me. And... Yeah. We we starting to see it. So, what I was doing for everyone else, and I'm doing for myself. Yeah. If people see, you. It's, I look at film as another platform mm-hmm. to to for me to be able to sell mm-hmm. and also show another talent and show a vulnerability to the world that people don't get to see just in films. Yeah. And uh, it's it's working out really really well. And despite that, I'm about to write my first book as well. Okay, come on, man. And so I'm trying to come on, man. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. Excellence, baby. That's what it's about. Man. Yeah, yeah, excellence, baby. Well, how can they follow? How can our audience follow you? Tap into you? How can they download the app? Where can they where can they get everything? They can go to mrkaye.com um, to download my app, Achieve Fitness. You can also follow me on Instagram, Mr. Kaye. Mr. Kaye on every platform, actually. And if they can't find me, just Google Corey Kaye. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is going to pop It'll up. Come up. It'll come up. <laughs> Everything, It'll come man. up. Yeah. Man, Corey, I appreciate you joining us on the check-in here today, I'm man. Uh, again, I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing, brother. Um, I'm excited to see the journey yes, as it continues. Yes, right? You say you're not a spring chicken, bro, but us 80s babies, we we in our groove right we now. Are, we are, bro. Yeah. We yeah, are, yeah. bro. We are. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not getting old. I'm getting better, you know? There man. we go. There we go. Well, guys... You've been here. You've listened to this episode here of The Check-In with Black Men's where our special guest, uh, Corey Callier, who's been with us here today. I'm sure you've heard something. I'm sure you've heard something that's, that you can utilize to transform your life. Don't be stingy with that information. Make sure you share it with somebody else. Somebody else could hear the words or needs to hear the words that Corey mentioned today. So like it, share, subscribe to it. 
but we are very appreciative to have Corey here today on the check-in. That'll be good. We in L.A. Next time you come to L.A., stop by the W here in West, West uh, Los Angeles, West Hollywood, West, West Beverly Hills, excuse me. Uh, check out what they got. Thank you for listening to The Check-In with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.